This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. Things are not going well in the U.S. space program. Giant letters across the top of page one of the San Francisco Chronicle on April 29, 1958. U.S. moon soars, but fails. This stuff was so new. People knew the word satellite. It appears in another headline on the page. But the media still used the word moon when it talked about satellites. The Navy's latest attempt to launch a satellite had gone bad when the Vanguard rocket failed about four and a half minutes after launching from Cape Canaveral, Florida. It crashed into the Atlantic about 500 miles east of Puerto Rico. This was an unmanned rocket. No one got hurt. It was just an equipment failure. Why was this such a big deal? Because of Sputnik. Not quite seven months earlier, on October 4, 1957, the Soviet Union had launched the Sputnik satellite. It was the first human-made object in orbit. The first artificial moon. It's hard to convey now what an earthquake that was in the United States. America was already on edge, a recession was looming, the National Guard had been called in to keep the peace during the integration of schools in Little Rock, Arkansas. 70,000 people died of the flu in 1957. And then the Soviets launched Sputnik and took the lead in the space race. It was stunning. It was not uncommon for Americans at the time to compare the Sputnik launch to Pearl Harbor. Lyndon Johnson was the Senate Majority Leader. He said the Soviets would soon be dropping bombs on us from space like kids dropping rocks onto cars from freeway overpasses. The U.S. had been sure it was going to be the first to put a satellite into space. The Vanguard was a rocket program run by the Navy for that purpose. It launched two successful suborbital launches earlier in 1957 and a third a few weeks after Sputnik. But then the Soviets responded in early November with Sputnik 2, another successful launch into orbit. That was the one that carried Leica the dog, the first animal in space. On December 6, 1957, the Vanguard TV-3, Test Vehicle 3, took off at Cape Canaveral. Barely. You've probably seen film of it, and if not, you can check YouTube. It got about four feet off the ground, then lost power. The rocket fell back to Earth and exploded. It was a devastating, embarrassing disaster. The satellite payload was thrown free, intact but damaged beyond repair. You can see it at the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum in Washington. At that point, the Defense Department relaunched the Army's Explorer program, which had been shut down in favor of Vanguard. They wanted to try to rush a satellite into orbit in light of Vanguard's failures. It worked. 
Explorer put the first American satellite into orbit at the end of January 1958. In February, another Vanguard rocket failed. This time it got off the launch pad and reached an altitude of 20,000 feet before failing and crashing into the Atlantic. Finally, in March, a Vanguard rocket put a satellite, a moon, into orbit. Now here was another try, and another failure. Two launches had been scratched the week before because of technical problems, but finally the 22,000-pound rocket got off the ground. Burnout of the first stage was visible to the spectators on the beach two and a half minutes into the flight. Two minutes after that, the rocket was traveling at 9,000 miles an hour at an altitude of 140 miles. It needed to get to twice that speed and more than twice that height. It didn't. The third and final stage failed to fire. The rocket and its 20-inch moon plunged into the sea. The project chief was John P. Hagen. He put a good face on it. We'll go right at it again, he said, and they did. Three more times over the summer of 58, Vanguard rockets tried and failed to put satellites into orbit before they finally succeeded in February of 59. There were two more failures and a success that year, and that was the end of the Vanguard program. Explorer taken over by the new space agency NASA, still exists in various forms, something that can't be said about the Soviet Union. And, let's hope, about kids dropping rocks onto cars from freeway overpasses. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.